Peter chapter 1. Nabalan treasures in the book of First Peter chapter 1. We can uh, find a lot of blessings from this uh, passage of scripture because um, this is where we can find a lot of things regarding joy. So tonight we'll be talking about how to have joy in our life. For First Peter chapter one, let's try to uh, say this. I'm leave short uh, verses, uh, three verses, verse number seven to verse number nine. Okay, uh, let's read this together. All of you, uh, all of us, let's read this together from verse number 7 to verse number 9. Together now, verse number 7, ready, read. Let the trial of your faith be much more precious than gold that perisheth, though it be tried with fire, but be found to praise and honor and glory at the appearing of Jesus Christ. Who love in that sea he loved, in whom no love is in God, Yet believing, he rejoices in joy unspeakable and full of glory, receiving the end of your faith, giving the salvation of your souls. Our Father in heaven, we thank you, Lord, uh, once again for bringing us tonight. I pray, Lord, that uh, this, this uh, passage of scripture will be a blessing to all of us. And help me as I deliver your word. And I pray, O oh God, that your Holy Spirit will give us wisdom and understanding, and as He will teach us uh, your ways. I pray that. And this will be an encouragement to so many, and also, Lord, um, it will be uh, strengthening to all of us that are here, and help us make us a blessing to each, uh, each other, and I pray, Lord, that uh, we will always be the one that will be um, the focus and the center <coughs> of our walk, and I pray that uh, your name um, will always be exalted in our church, in our family, and in, in our individual lives. Bless our people that are here tonight, and even those people who are not here, I pray that you will impress upon their hearts, Lord, that um, service in the church is, uh, um, is uh, a meeting that, um, that is um, a meeting with you, and that, Lord, you are in the midst of your people when you come together. And, Lord, I pray that uh, you will endeavor to come so that all of us will share the same Bless us all tonight. Please be seated. How to have joy. <clears throat> Here, notice particularly uh, in our text, uh, uh, the phrase over there in verse number 8, Yet believing, ye rejoice with joy, unspeakable and full of glory. You know, uh, the people today in our society, um, there, there are people, happy people we can see, but most of the people that we can see are unhappy people. Those people that have um, um, lots of money, but they have money, you know, they have a lot of uh, material things. And it seems to me that the more they have abundance of material things, the more uh, uh, things that these people have, the more that they want it, and also the less joy that they have. I don't know why, why it's like that, but um, I believe uh, that there's a cause to this. There is something, reasons why these things are happening, but um, for the common ones, the common reason why 
uh, these people are feeling unhappy, uh, it is because we have an enemy that will try to rob <coughs> us of our blessing. The enemy I'm talking about, I've always talked about this, is um, the enemy, the devil. Satan will always try to rob us of joy. And, and, and in, in doing so, uh, he will tempt his, uh, our, you know, the, the children of God. When he tempts the children of God, then they commit sin. And once they commit sin, then Satan can take hold of them. And that is where the problem comes or begins. So it's like the enemy will offer a swap. Swap uh, like sin now, then reap a perceived benefit from this sin. This is nice and, and, and uh, good, good, um, you know, good to, to, um, to taste. But again, it will cost us our joy and our peace. And that is going to be forfeited. It is because of the swap, the swap of sin, and the the, the um, evaporating of peace. You see, some people they have so many uh, problems materially. They have little material things, and yet. They have greater joy. And I see this a lot of times while back in the Philippines in our in our church. It seems like we have no problem there. I don't know uh, with Pastor Jimbo, I don't know with Pamela because they are looking at the entire thing. But as members before, we just enjoy that. There are like two pieces of chicken and we, we eat lunch together. And yes, the hanging rice. You enjoy that today? Wow. We, we just joined the family there, Pastor Jimbo with the uh, young children. So all of us will eat there together. And once we we, we have that, and we have Coke and, 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 and soft drinks, oh, we enjoy it. That, that solves the days, you know, problem. It's so simple. Life there was so simple and then carry on with the work. Uh, enjoy the fellowship. It's very simple life. And there was there was no um, uh, material things that people are enjoying now, but we have the joy in our hearts in those times. It is maybe because, as the Bible says, that really joy Joy is inner contentment. Joy is not derived by abundance of material things. Joy is a calm delight. Joy is a cheerfulness. Joy is gladness. You know what? When we receive the Lord Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior, we receive an unspeakable joy. Amen. That is the joy that, you know, many people don't, don't really value it, but for all of us, for all of us who know that the value of that salvation, it is an unspeakable joy. That means it is unutterable. You cannot fathom that joy. You cannot fathom that, you cannot express that, that, that entire value of that 
joy. It's really wonderful that it cannot be described fully. Because we still face our problem, but at the back of our mind, we know that ahead of us, heaven is waiting for us. And the disparity of our position now, our situation now, compared to the to the to the place that we are going to be, it's so great. It's immense. The disparity is like from you see a beautiful butterfly and compare it to the cocoon. It's so it's so big difference. I think that like, we are now like a cocoon and and getting to heaven when we get there um, will be as beautiful as that butterfly. And you see, my friend, in verse number seven of our text, in verse number eight, uh, it speaks about joy, but in verse number nine, it describes a little bit in heaven. Notice that again. Uh, let's take a look at this again, verse number nine. Receiving the end of your faith, even the salvation of your souls. That the end of our faith, when we get to heaven, in other words, this joy continues to heaven. Because we receive, we receive this joy now while we are still here on earth with, uh, you know, mingled with problems and sorrow and, 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 and weariness and mingled with lots of concerns. But we have the joy of heaven. But when time comes that we will get there in heaven, then this is um, um, like a series of great uh, enjoyment in our heart because it starts from when we get saved and then we, we, we carry along um, you know, knowing the prospects of heaven in our hearts and um, going through a lot of our problems day by day and this is just a continuous um, experience of joy from here and onwards to heaven. So we rejoice with so great joy and again, this joy is a joy that is full of glory because later on, we will get to heaven. I have um, a brother-in-law that passed away uh, two, three days ago. Uh, he, I don't know if he's saved, but I hope that, you know, he did. Because um, Pastor Harley, I remember that he always visited there before and, and, and shared the gospel to him. I hope that, you know, he's, he's, he's saved. But I have, not, I have not heard of him going to church or, or, or attending any service like that. But I believe, you know, um, he, he heard the gospel and I hope that he accepted the Lord. And we will see him. I, I will see him again in the future. So, there is this joy. And this joy is only available, this kind of joy, the, 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 the unspeakable joy is what I'm referring to. This unspeakable joy is only available to believers in the Lord Jesus Christ. Only those people who have Christ in their hearts. So therefore, the obvious first step here is that Receive the Lord Jesus Christ if you have not done so. Receive Him in your in your heart, in your life, and and accept His 
salvation that he um, offered to you for free. Now the question tonight, how can we experience this unspeakable joy? How can we experience this? My friend, we can't. We can't experience this joy if we do or we think. First of all, if we stay in the presence of God. Always, yep. always. Whatever, whatever circumstances you are in, stay in God's presence because there is this joy all the time when you think of God. There is joy. I don't know. I don't know what 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 comes into your mind when you think about God. When I think about God, there is joy because what what when I think about God, um, especially when I pray, in my heart He's there right there. In front of me, he's there, listening to me. And I know that when he listens to me, when he when he um, attends to my prayer, great things can happen. Because it's just by his favor that he will release that blessing that um, I desire. It's just by his favor that he will give me the things that, you know, um, for my betterment, for the people around me, and for the church. And you see, Psalm chapter 16, verse number 11. Psalm chapter 16, verse number 11. Thou wilt show me the path of life. In thy presence is fullness of joy. Look at that. At thy right hand there are pleasures forevermore. Joy is found by following the path of life that God wants you to tread on. God sits out, you know, um, at this, this path for us to tread on. Be mindful of what is that path. Be mindful of what is that, you know, direction. Follow that path. When God is leading you into that direction, follow it. Do not listen to anyone, especially, you know, the ungodly. Just follow what God, you know, is dictating in your life. And then stay close to God in His presence. That is the joy. Now, show me the path of life. In thy presence is fullness of joy. Then, if we do that, we experience fullness of joy, we experience pleasures, and, and he said that pleasure is forevermore. That means there is this sweet fellowship with our Lord. Sweet fellowship. And when you have that sweet fellowship, you also have that great peace in your heart. In Psalm 43, verse number 4, Psalm 43, verse number 4, it says, then when I go unto the altar of God, um, unto God my exceeding joy, yea, upon the heart will I praise thee, O God, my God. You see, unto God my exceeding joy. I really love that, you know, that determination and the... Uh, the result of Habakkuk. Habakkuk, 
Kinakabakon. Chapter 3, verse number 17 and verse number 18. This is, this is a man that there's no place for discouragement for this. There's no place for um, backsliding. Notice what, what he said. And I believe this is his life. This is not just um, he said this for, for this moment, but I think he lives this kind of um, 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 dependence on, on the Lord. Although the fig tree shall not blossom, verse 17, neither shall fruit be in the vines, the labor of olives shall fail, and the fields shall yield no meat. The flock shall be cut off from the fold, and there shall be no herb in the stalls. Verse 18. Yet I will rejoice in the Lord. I will join in the God of my salvation. You see, when we draw to God, when we draw closer to God, we experience the exceeding joy in His person. You know, there's there's no, no amount of money that can compare that kind of joy. There's no amount of material things that can compare that kind of joy. When you see God's presence, when you feel God's presence, when you when you like embrace Him by faith, when you run to Him and then just cling to Him and and, and and rest in Him. Have you remember John the Beloved that he always like uh, rest on the Lord Jesus Christ and. I think he, he, he leaned on his chest and the comfort there. That is how we feel, you know, when, when, when we pray and when, when we ask God for, for help, when we are facing um, great problems, then we just rest in the presence of God. Joy comes from staying close to God. How can we have joy? Not just, you know, um, stay in God's presence, but also think about heaven. When you think of heaven, wow, you will enjoy it. Your day is, you know, is bright. Your day is joyful. Your day is um, problems, but yet the thought of heaven will give us peace, will give us um anticipation of great things yeah because heaven is a joyful prospect this is not joyful prospect for the unsaved but if you are saved heaven is a joyful prospect job said in job 33 verse 26 he said job 3 um 26 he shall pray unto God, and he will be, what is it, favorable unto him. And he shall see his face with joy, for he will render unto man his righteousness. He shall see his face with joy. Wow. That is when you know that your heart is only holy unto the Lord. You have no evil um, things in your in your life. Your heart is fixed unto the Lord. You will have this assurance. He shall see his face with joy. 
the Lord Jesus Christ also said um, in Matthew 25, verse 21, um, he, he gave uh, rewards to those and he commended those people who love him and who occupy themselves while the Lord Jesus Christ was coming. And he said unto them, Enter thou into the joy of thy Lord. And he said in, in verse 23, he said, I will make thee ruler over many things. That is why as we think of um, seeing the Lord Jesus Christ, and, and as we think of the face of the Lord Jesus Christ in heaven, you will have this joy. I do not know if uh, what else there that will that will come into your mind when you think about about the Lord Jesus Christ, and maybe some um, some of you will be afraid of him. But I don't think you know. Um, I don't think there will be fear in that in that meeting. Only maybe if you are really stubborn, you are not listening to him, or you are disobeying him. That that might be a concern, but. For majority of the people who love the Lord and, and who are saved, I think the prospect of seeing the Lord Jesus Christ's face is joy. So we will experience great joy when we enter, you know, that door of heaven. When we enter in that door, then um, we have been found faithful to Christ here on earth. Wow. That is joy, a joyful, joyful meeting. Because you know it. I know it. You yourself know it. That when you when you focus upon the Lord and your mind is just for His work, your mind is only for Him, your activity is, you know, all anchored in Him. Um, everything uh, that, that you do, the reasons behind you do things is because of Him. You get up in the morning because of the Lord, even though you get up in the morning because of work, but you want to, um, um, the end of all the reasons why you have uh, done things is because of the Lord. And with that, my friend, when your life is over and everything is um, wrapped up, I will tell you, there is a great, um, great joy when we see the Lord Jesus Christ. Faithful service now on earth to the Lord Jesus will bring great rewards in the future. So faithful service now brings great reward later. So thank God that we still have the opportunity today to do all these things that, that the Lord Jesus requires before he will say, well done, thou good and faithful servant. You see the word when he said, well done, thou good and faithful servant. Why he said that? Because that person that he, he he's, um, um, yeah, referred to has lived a life that is really faithful. And because it is the Lord who said that, that means his life is examined. His life is, um, you know, uh, scrutinized. And at the end of that, the Lord Jesus said, well done, thou good and faithful servant. Maybe how many times this person is stopped from doing the things of God because of material things? And you just keep going on doing the things of God. Perhaps maybe it costs him uh, material um, 
loss. It costs him um, loss of friends, loss of um, reputation, whatever it is that he sacrificed for the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. And the Lord Jesus Christ saw everything that this person has done. And at the end he said, well done. Well done, thou good and faithful servant. That is why, my friend, faithful service to the Lord Jesus Christ now brings great rewards later. And the Lord Jesus Christ will be able to present us. He, he must be very, he must be very pleased to describe this man before billions of the, you know, the crowd. The crowd will, will hear what Jesus Christ will say of this man that he's going to present. That's what he's going to do. Jude chapter 1 verse 24. Jude 1 24, he said, Now unto him that is able to keep you from falling and to present you faultless before the presence of his glory with exceeding joy. So he will present us. He will present us before the crowd. Wow, I, I cannot imagine this. You, there will be billions of people there listening and looking at you at the stage with the Lord Jesus Christ describing your life, how you were found faithful and how you fought back against evil, against sin, and how you stood firm uh, with your um, integrity and everything that, everything really that you went through, the Lord Jesus Christ will see it. And he will present us fullness. You see, when we think of heaven, there is great joy. Just make sure that our life today is just for the Lord. I am crucified with Christ, nevertheless I live, yet not I, but Christ liveth in me. And the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by the faith of the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. What is the verse? I don't know where. Galatians 2? 20. Galatians 2. You see, the life now which I live in the flesh, that is the key. I live with the Son of God who loved me. How can we have this joy? Think about heaven. And always think about the presence of God. And then, faithfully endure trials. Because there is trials. Whether you like it or not, there is trials. The Bible says, they that live godly in Christ Jesus shall, shall suffer persecution. It's common. And we know that. We experience that. But again, if you avoid trials, then you go along with the flow. People, if you do not stand up for the Lord Jesus, then go along with the flow. But if you stand firm, then you will experience trials. If you don't stand firm, then you go along with the flow, there's no trials. Because there's no resistance. But if you resist the dictate of, you know, the, um, the prince of the power of the air, if you resist that, 
there is resistance and there is trials because the enemy will not spare you. But if you faithfully endure trials, Psalm 30 verse number 5, Psalm chapter 30 verse number 5, weeping may endure for a, for a night, but joy cometh in the morning. When we go through life's trials, the key there is to stay close. Stay close fellowship with the Lord. Stay in close fellowship and then when that trial passes, when the affliction is gone, when, when the problems finish, then joy comes. When you experience victory in the Lord. I praise the Lord. When we have victory, I praise the Lord. Amen. Um, what one great trials that we experienced um, recently is that, you know, even the COVID, a lot of people, thousands and thousands of people um, lost their jobs and a lot of other things that they, they lost their houses, they lost their, because that's, that's one thing. I'm not saying that, you know, uh, if you have um, followed that, that is wrong. But again, if time will come in the future, that that real thing, I hope that many of many of us will stand. With that marking, we are not here anymore. We'll be gone. All of us that are saved will be gone when the marking comes. But that is a very very similar. This one is very similar. I think they will follow this. They will copy this. What what they have done to this world right. will be done in that numbering. The marking of 66. It will be done in the same manner. They cannot buy. They cannot sell. Now, they cannot go out. They cannot work. Now, if they don't have the job, they have no job. Cannot work. That is what the Antichrist will do. He's got his idea, is working all over the world, taken captive. He will do it in the real thing. The real thing will be coming. But thank God that all of us that are saved will not be here by the time. Yep. We have to understand that there is weeping, you know, there is weeping at the moment. But joy, Bible says, coming in the morning. James chapter 1, verse number 2. James 1, verse 2. Is it, my brethren, count it all joy when you fall into diverse temptations, knowing this, that the trying of your faith worketh patience. But let patience have her perfect work, that it may be perfect and entire one thing, nothing. So here, you see, why God allows us to go through trials? Some people do not understand this. Uh, why God allows us through pain and through afflictions, hardships, why God allows us to do all these things? My friend, 
my only understanding, I mean, uh, thing that I pick up why God allows this is because in trials, when you finish it, it produces patience. It can produce patience. And when, when that is finished and complete, you will be one thing, nothing. You will be complete. We become joyful when we, when we um, come through trials, victorious in the strength of the Lord. You see, if there is no trial, and then everything is just normal, there's no threat of life, there's no, there's no problem to, to face, there's no praises of God. But if there are problems, say back in, I think, 1987, it was just like normal year, but there was this typhoon in our, in our uh, place. We got struck with a typhoon. And I thought that we will all die because the typhoon was very, very strong. And I will tell you, after the typhoon, when the typhoon passed, wow, the joy in my heart. Thanking, thanking God. I was not saved at the time, but I thank the Lord. Deep within my heart, I thank Him for, for keeping us alive. You see, that moment of thanking God will never happen. That moment of praising the Lord with all your heart will never happen if there was no typhoon. If days were just normal. No moment of thankfulness, gratefulness, and rejoicing of the heart if there were no trials, there is no problem. You see, things will happen because God has a purpose in allowing that to happen. God wants us to be victorious, not in our strength, but victorious in the strength of the Lord. He wants us to enjoy. How can we have joy? Not just thinking about heaven, not just um, faithfully enduring trials, but also stay morally upright and avoid sin. Because this is where, you know, uh, sin that can take hold of you and then uh, he will just recover in your life. Yep. If he will take hold yep. um, of your life. Psalm 32, verse number 11. Psalm 32, verse 11, Shout for joy, all ye that are upright in heart. If we are upright morally in our heart, that is a cause for joy. It is a cause for joy. To have joy, you know, just think of everything. Does this, you know, is this thing approved of, you know, by the Lord? If I do this thing, will this um, give me approval from the Lord? Just ask yourself about everything that you do. Check if the Lord Jesus Christ would, would approve of that. Because I think that is uh, one of the greatest issues. The drink that you drink. Is it 
approved the Lord? If the Lord Jesus Christ were here, would he drink that kind of drink? If the Lord Jesus Christ were here, would he would he go with this kind of person? If the Lord Jesus Christ were here, yeah, would, would he come to this kind of church? Those kind of questions. And even to your personal circumstance, whatever circumstance you are in, think about if the Lord Jesus Christ were here, would he do the things that you do? Because he is the ultimate, you know. Um, and we know it from, from his word. We know him. We know what he wants and we know what he wants. We know the Lord Jesus Christ. Stay morally upright and forsake sin. Why why we are talking about this now? It's not for anyone. It's for you. Because the end of sin is robbing your peace and joy. We don't want that. We don't want heartache. We don't want you to cry in the end. We don't want you to, to have problems in the end. That's the reason why. It's not for anyone but for us. Psalm 51 verse number 12. This is the cry of David. Because he did not follow, you know, God's um, command in his life. And this is what happened with David said, Restore unto me the joy of thy salvation. Restore unto me the joy of my salvation. Because there's a problem. Heartache. Pain. That is why it is right to avoid sin so that we can keep our joy. When we sin, we lose our joy, we lose our peace, and we will face a lot of problems that more than we can, we can bear. This is a problem that more than a person can bear. David did um, through adultery and murder, and he thought it's okay, but it's more than that he could bear. That he would rather die for his son, Absalom, because that's part of that. That's part of the payment. His child died, you know, the baby, with um, Bathsheba. And then later on, his daughter was raped by his son. And later on, his son that raped um, his daughter was killed by his other son. And this son that killed his son wanted to kill him too. But he's okay. He's ready to die. But the people would allow it. So Absalom died. And when Absalom died, he cried with a bitter cry. Why? That is why if Satan can take hold of you, I mean, when you sin, Satan can take hold of you, then he will wreak havoc in your life. And you will pay a price that more than you can pay. Stay morally upright and avoid sin. We must then confess our sin to God. <coughs> Make things right as much as we can. Because the power of restoration is still in the Lord. The Lord can restore us. The Lord can restore the joy, the joy of our salvation. And always put that in your mind that sin robs us of joy. Yeah. If, if you commit sin today, 
start crying. Yeah. But it's, it's nothing, there's, there's no problem. You see, I think I can get away with this. Oh, it's fine. Get away with it. But I'll tell you, there is no way that it will be fine. Yeah. It's only fine if you're not saved. <laughs> if, you're, if you're not saved, then you're fine. But again, hell is worse than any pain in this world. I would rather have all the pain in this world than, rather than go to hell. Because that's for eternity. Yeah. But my friend, if you are a child of God, you cannot get away with sin. Because no Christian can sin and win. We will all pay the price of our sin. That is why the, the advice here is stay away. Stay away. Put your hands off. How can we have joy? Now, in Psalm 35, verse number 27, you know that in God's heart, He has a plan to prosper you. It's already in His heart. The Lord already plans it, even before you were born, the Lord already plans it to, to give that joy and prosperity in your life. 37, verse 37. <coughs> Psalm 35, verse 27. Sorry, it's chapter 35, verse 27. Let them shout for joy and be glad. Let the Lord be magnified with have the pleasure, with have pleasure in the prosperity of his servant. The Lord has the joy, he has the delight. When you when you prosper. The Lord has a delight in His heart because He wants you to prosper. He wants us. That's why all these things for us to prosper. Avoid sin is for us to prosper because we cannot prosper really um, um, meaningfully if there is sin involved in that um, thing. As we, as we serve God obediently, it is a cause of joy, for joy to remember that it is his plan. It is already in his mind. It is already in his heart that God wants you to prosper. You just work that, that hard work and do the Lord, do, do the things of the Lord, and do the uh, you know the, the, the path of life that God wants you to tread on, and then the Lord will bless you and the Lord will prosper you. Because we want we want to be prosperous. We want to prosper in our life. And God wants it too. In other words, before we desire it, the Lord already desired it in your heart. In His heart. So that the Lord uh, will give it to you. In the end, you will magnify Him. In the end, you will, you will um, praise Him. So here, when we go through different uh, Trials in life, difficulties in our times. Uh, it is good to know that God will prosper our work because we already begin our life in And whatever things that we accomplish in this life, it is for His glory. And when all the things that need to be done, the things that need to be done in our life, and it is accomplished, then it is a cause of joy because the Lord wants us to enjoy 
So Apostle Paul keeps on like encouraging the believers, encouraging the people to continue on. You can see him uh, in his writing in the book of Romans, chapter 12. Um, I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. And be not conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you may prove what is that good and perfect and acceptable will of God. God wants you. I mean, Apostle Paul encourages us to um, do these things because that is in the end our own benefit. When we, are, when we serve the Lord faithfully in the church, in the end, that is our benefit. And I praise the Lord for that because that Pastor Jimbo inculcated our minds, inculcated our, 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 our thinking to just be faithful in the church, be faithful in the church, just, just be faithful in the church. In the end, we gain. In the end, um, we benefit from it. Praise the Lord for all those years, 16 years by the grace of God. 16 years. If the Lord did not call me to go to Australia, I would still be still there. I would still be there. Only by the grace of God. But the Lord called me out of uh, my church and impressed upon my heart to go to Australia. But it's not really it's not really because I want to go to Australia. Because when I went to Australia I did not even you know, it cost me a lot. Instead of me gaining financial uh, gain, but now it cost me a lot. But again, my desire at the time was for the Lord to be glorified in my life. It was really the need. Lord, it seems like the need there is so great. And that, that as Pastor Tabakero was describing the, the, the need, I can do it. I can do it. You know, I listened to him. He said, he, he got like pneumonia. He's got a lot of problems.
travel, pick up all these kids here for basketball with my big band, just like our band there, and pick up and then all to Blacktown, then Grantville, then past Preston, going to come to town. And then I live free there, I get money a little bit. <laughs> Uh, then after after um, they finished their tournament, I dropped them back off to their places, and then I arrived home around 12 or 1 in, uh, in the morning. And that is Saturday. The next day is Sunday. Then here, remember, Pastor Tabakero's place is here. The church is right there, five minutes drive. Five minutes drive, but I have someone, a family cannot come to church, there is no one there, no one can drive in their family. The mother cannot drive, the son is young. Um, I have to go. Get out of the house, 7 o'clock, 7.30, no breakfast. Drive to, um, drive to, is it Mergua, what's the name? Pinrith. All the way, like 40 minutes in the motorway. Then pick them up, drive to church, direct to church. After service, drop them back, drive them home. Then come back to the house. I have my big, big brunch. I eat a lot. Feel happy because um, sometimes they're, you know, they're very kind. But uh, sometimes they will give me, like, for the first time, I've tasted, um, what's that kind of burger? Hungry Jack. Hungry Jack, wow. Yeah, yeah it's like Burger King. One o'clock in the morning, I mean, in the afternoon. My life is like that for the whole year. No rest. Monday, Tuesday, because there's a school running Monday to Friday. And there's a young people in the evening. And there's church in, in, in um, Sunday. All throughout the week. All through, I, now I understand why Pastor Makero needs help. It's not because I really want there for money. Because I did not, you know, gain money there. We could not work for money. Because we have no entitlement to work. But the people that give me that gift, one hundred dollars per week, and this family gives us another fifty dollars, and this other family gives us a bottle of milk for calling. <laughs> yeah, I mean a tin of milk. Every time that family bought milk for their son, special kind of milk, Polly has his has her own too. Oh, it's just a joy. Uh, looking at that. The working of God there is just a joy. Pastor Tabakiro did not want us to leave. Pastor Tabakiro wanted me to stay. Then Pastor Jingbo wanted me to stay. But again, we just follow God's leading. And the Lord, you know, the Lord is just um, for the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by the faith of the Son of God who loved me and gave himself. God has a plan in his heart to prosper you 
will prosper me. That is why Apostle Paul said, Therefore, my beloved brethren, 1 Corinthians 15-10, be ye steadfast, unmovable, always abounding. Do not get stagnant. Do not stay where you are. Always abounding. And do not you know, receive also the, the work of God in your life. You must abound. Always abounding in the work of the Lord. For as much as you know that your labor is not in vain in the Lord. Avoid sin because for as much as you know that sin will find God. Pay the price. Do not enjoy sin because it may be enjoyable at that moment, but you will pay a dear price. Indeed. You want some joy? We will have some more next week, Lord willing. There are a lot of you know things that we can do for the Lord in order for us to be joyful. This power has a prayer. Our Father in heaven, thank you, Lord. Truly, Lord. These are the things that can cause joy. Lord, help us to be reminded with this. We need to be reminded, Lord, of these things that can cause joy. And help, Lord, help us to avoid sin. Help us to be content and to strive hard, to endure trials. And to think about you all the time. Lord, we will think about you every single moment. And Lord, we pray that at the end of our life, you say to us, well done, thou good and faithful servant, enter thou into the joy of thy Lord. Lord, that is what we want uh, in this life. And that is what we want in the future. To hear you say, Amen. Bless the Lord once again, your people. Continue to speak to us, continue to um, help us and strengthen us in our walking. Thank you once again for your words tonight.